Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, the longest running Rocket League Podcast in the game today. I am your host, LeZero, uh, also known as Flash. Uh, I, I think that's become more and more of a controversy. Uh, I have a split personality and, you know, branding is a thing. So I think the one thing that I've learned from it is that I'll probably never rename our podcast from ASAP Weekly because that would be a mess. Uh, and I'm joined by, you know, the greatest, the best of all the hosts, uh, Relentless. How's it going, Relentless? Uh, it, it's it's good, honestly. And, you know, you really, I feel like you undersold it. Saying the greatest is... It's too it's little. Not quite enough. It's not quite enough. Um, yeah, you're so great <laughs> that Wabbits, okay? Like, he quit. He quit. He's done. He's never coming back, dude. <laughs> His shame is too great to show his cute face around here ever again. So that's that's good that we we got we finally got rid of him. It's been I feel like several <laughs> weeks in the making. <laughs> I feel like this is the the moment where you reveal yourself to be an imposter, and I'm next, dude. I have a, I have a feeling, dude. We're all just gonna go down one by one. I mean, all it really shows is if you're a Patreon for long enough, then you get to run the show. Pretty much, dude. Pretty much. I mean, listen, if someone threw enough money at them, I'd just be like, yeah, it's your show now, dude. <laughs> careful, careful. Tim Chew Barker will definitely well, take okay, you okay, up okay. on that offer. But listen, like when I say that, I mean, I, I would give it unreasonable amounts, okay? Like, <laughs> unreasonable. A million dollars. That's the price, dude. All right, man. Well, don't I, be surprised. I did not think I was going to open up this show with that, but uh, here we are. Sorry, Relentless. What did you want to say? Well, I mean, you just said the show's for sale for a million dollars. So anyone that's out there that wants it, that's uh, that's good for you to know. Um, that would be available <laughs> to you. So uh, if, you, if you've got a million dollars lying around and you want to buy the longest reigning episodic Rocket League show, um, then here you go. Uh, <laughs> and no, also I, coincidentally <laughs> if if you do happen to buy it I also announced that I will be full time streaming uh, starting Monday uh, for the rest of the year <laughs> <laughs> if you happen to buy it Lazero will become a full time streamer and uh, for the rest of the year so for two weeks Relentless or uh, Lazero will be a full time stream, streamer and Relentless will just cry because Lazero made a million dollars Relentless got Relentless got him there really you didn't make a million dollars until I got here and uh, and then you're the one that gets all the benefits. So, um, <laughs> I, no. I, I'd throw some your way, dude. I'd throw some your way. <laughs> um, but no, it was a, uh, I mean, it was good. Um, obviously, Wabs is not here. I don't know why, but you, you know more information on that than I do. I believe it was something to the extent he was going to be in an area that did not have really good internet. So, that's uh, fair. Listen, if you know anything about Wabs trying to trying to stream when he has no internet and like not like a terrible laptop, you you, you know it's it, it may be for the best that that we just kind of do a <laughs> duo show today. All right, I'm excited for it though. Um, no, it sh- it should be a good one. There's obviously enough within the community that happened this week that uh, it makes a good time. Yeah, it's also the second duo show I'm doing in uh, in two days, so we'll, we'll we'll see how my energy ke- it keeps up. Maybe I'll start like really loud, and then like I'll fade. But like as the show goes on, you'll kind of like rise in energy. It'll be like a good swap. Um, so I'm the Nick Tacular to your Flash. Got it. 
Got it. How- Speaking of which, you, you mentioned that was a controversy that, you know, the zero Flash controversy. And I, I mean, I really do believe, you know, after everyone's gone back and listened and Flash said he would be pro in two years and then the zero came out. Flash still has time. Flash gave up, I guess, you know, six months ago or whatever. But, you know, the zero, man, he's never going to make it. So I feel like the plan is if if I ever get to a point where I would be able to compete, that's when I make the name change back. You know what I mean? I'd be like, I got six months left. <laughs> Time stopped when Flash turned to the zero. It was actually an, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the, what's that thing in Dragon Ball Z or, or in, uh, those like the chambers hyper, that don't, the you know, hyperbolic time chamber. There yeah. it is. Yes. There it is. Uh, um, but, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of take you back there and, and we're really getting off on the rails and stuff before getting into announcements. So I'll kind of take you back. So, you know, two years ago, you're saying, Hey, you know what? Like in two years, like I, you know, if I put in the work, I could go pro and stuff like that. How are you feeling about that statement at this point? I feel like I got another two years, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? The, the, there is another realization that, that, you know, I had, I had, um, otherwise not considered right um and it's the fact that all the pros in that time have also been playing for two years right uh <laughs> so Wait, you, you tell me the pros didn't stay the same no no no, no. i'm saying the difference is like <laughs> like for instance because that mentality i mean i think it was a good mentality because i definitely did rank up very quickly in that time right um but and I enjoyed it and it was competitive and it was, it was definitely something to latch on to because I'd, I'd uh, grown weary of Overwatch, right? But the difference mm-hmm. was with Overwatch, I kind of came in on the ground level, right? So that kind of tier time frame in Overwatch was very reasonable um, just because like the people that started playing had started playing, you know, four months or five months before me as opposed to five years, right? Or four years. Um, and now there's just a realization that it's like, you know, I, I think I think I got to do this content creator thing and, uh, <laughs> you know, and maybe for fun, I'll play tournaments in the future. You know, that's kind of where I'm at right now with it. Uh, but no, it's good. It's good. It, it's um, I think the truth is like the drive that I had in the beginning was very, very different. Uh, mostly maybe coming from a place of being unsure kind of what I wanted in the future. Right. Um, and, you know, there's there's always a little bit of that now. Right. But it feels like there's a lot happening with the community, and so I'm very engaged with that. Um, I'm also very much, you know, I have full time work till the end of the year, um, till the end of June. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of like mapped myself my year out. So it's it's like it's almost like it's not even that I don't want to think about those things. It's just I I think I'm getting better at compartmentalizing, um, kind of you know where I'm at at life and and uh, where I want to go with it. So yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I, th- I think, I think I think it's a fun it's a it's a fun pipe dream, but it also shows the amount of like the learning curve of Rocket League, especially to get to that pro level. Um, for the longest time, I, you know, I was kind of kind of in the same not the same, but where I was thinking I was going to go pro or anything like that. But I was I felt very good, you know for a long time being like, like when I had first reached like diamond two, diamond three and stuff like that. And that was a while ago, like, like several years ago and stuff. Then I first touched like diamond three and everything. And I felt really, really good at the time. I was like, you know, cause diamond at that time was the top 2% of the entire player base was in diamond was the top 2%. 
And so I was like, I'm in the top 2% of Rocket League, but I would also follow that statement up with, but someone who just picked up the game today is a lot closer to my ability than I will ever be to somebody's, you know, one of the pros ability and that kind of stuff. So like, I can say I'm in the top 2% of Rocket League, but to get to that top 0.2% of Rocket League was further away than the entire journey I'd made up to that point. So um, I think it's just interesting to see like how this skill ceiling and stuff is just continue to rise. And then, which means the, the middle ground for the player base has continued to rise. And so you even look back to two years ago, if you could do a flip reset two years ago with any moderate consistency, then you're a pretty considered probably a pretty high level player at that point. You're not going to be somebody who is um, just a you know a diamond who happened to grind out a lot of mechanics. You're probably a very very high level player. Um, but at this point, a flip reset, you're going to get that in diamond. You'll get it in champ. Now not not that often, but you'll still get it. And so um, I think it's just interesting to see the way the the skill ceiling has risen and what constitutes a good player and bad player has had to change over the course of the life of the game even the last two years yeah and i think there's also an acceptance that there are some people that are a little more naturally talented and then as well it's like the big players we're seeing right now i'd imagine most of them have about three years or more into the game and they started when they were like 13 now they're like 16 right um i think the the reality is you know like the, the one gift that people have is is time and no responsibilities, right? So um, I think if you're, you're one of these young... I mean, I would say as well, it's like, you know, don't give up if this is like a thing you're working toward, right? Um, but do realize that 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 uh, just naturally, I think younger players will acquire knowledge. They, they, they soak in knowledge a lot better, right? Um, so, you know, their five years may be like your eight years. So, I mean, and I also think about like King Ranny, for instance, right? King Ranny has like what, 8,000, 9,000 hours in the game. Um, and still in ones, he's, he's insane in ones. Right. Um, but in like threes you're like, well, he wouldn't, you know, I, I don't know if there's pro teams that would pick him up. Right. Uh, yeah. so, so that's something to kind of look at. Right. Uh, and, and this may be because he overdid, you know, focusing on ones or, or uh, maybe it was a good thing that he did focusing on once because that's kind of what he got his name for um, when it comes to content creation. But when it comes to being like a pro threes player, then, you know, you can you can kind of talk about it that way, right? Um, I think I think there are times I feel like, you know, I'm on top of everything. Uh, today was not the day. Today I lost all my rank with uh, with Pawn and Nictacular, so I'm back in Diamond 3 where I belong. Um, but but no, there there are days where I'm like, oh, everything's on the up and up and it's going really well. Um, and then there are days when it's like, oh, it's not as good, right? Um and and yeah, that's I think that's just naturally kind of how it goes. But um no, it's 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 good. It's good. I think there's some it's also fun to kind of realize that. And maybe this is my mentality the last two weeks, but there's like this fun realization of like a hundred hours more into the some random skill and that would still not like be a direct effectiveness into like a difference in rank right or like <laughs> it's this weird thing where like i can i can keep going in circles playing ranked i think tom had a video about like people kind of banging their head against the wall so like, you should be practicing instead um, <laughs> but but you know part of me is like you know as long as i'm enjoying it whether i'm practicing or playing games um, I should just keep doing it, you know? So, 
Yeah, um, but I'm not going to sidetrack you. I'll let you actually get into normal announcements and stuff like that. We can we can dive into those subjects and stuff in a no, bit. No, I, I love this kind of talk, dude. Like, I, I think when, <laughs> even when we did our first episode, we had like 45 minutes of a sprint, but it was like this. So um, I totally don't mind it. Uh, nice, nice little different different approach. We'll we'll, we'll dig down, back into it and stuff when we get into uh, our week in, week in Rocket League because I think some of that overlaps there. But uh, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, no, I actually. While we're here, it's it's, it's kind of funny because uh, um, the I think that was two years ago that I made that statement about pro, right? Uh, I think Obsidian Dragons so this has been going through like the previous like the first couple episodes, um, or, or he's I don't know who, someone else might be going through it too as well. But they're also saying I think a year ago I had said like, or maybe even it was more recent I said like, oh yeah, give it another two years and and like we can be full time streamers, right? Um, and of the two goals, that's probably more attainable if you think about it. <laughs> um, and I mean, listen, I think it's good to have goals and yeah, I, 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 um, you know, small, small steps and you just kind of work towards it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's really, it's a lot of, a lot of what life is. Make sure you kind of choose a goal and take small steps to go towards it. It's better than, better than not having anything to work toward. I'll say that much. Uh, yeah. Okay. Speaking of work towards, uh, we were going to work our way into the announcements finally. Um, so uh, the announcements, well, you know, I guess I guess let me start with the actual announcements and then we can talk about the tournament. Sound good? Okay. Uh, so the, the I guess the big announcement is that uh, I put up a streaming schedule. So anyone uh, who would like to know when Relentless, myself, and JYs are streaming within the next two weeks, it is all up in the schedule section of the Discord. Uh, so I, I kind of have that section. Um, the discord as well, by the way, heads up, will be changing <laughs> sometime. I'll get to it, uh, probably over the weekend or next week. Uh, I'll be kind of, you know, getting a bot and then be assigning some roles and other stuff like that. Um, I haven't quite decided exactly how I want to get it to look, but, but I will be working on it. So if it changes drastically, that's the reason. Uh, but regardless, look at that schedule, uh, section. Um, I know JYs and, and relentless are streaming regularly as well. So it's going to be a nice little filled two weeks um another big thing is coaching still 50 percent off so if you want to kind of grab some coaching um before the end of december you don't have to use it in december but if you buy it in december then whenever you use it in january you can keep that 50 percent off so uh, i know lies wabbits and and dave um are all free and eager to do so as well as uh beginner's corner spots slots if you want if you want them uh, if you want relentless and hunty to go over some of those things uh, and then, yeah, and then I guess the last big announcement was that Nick Tackler and myself casted uh, a great show match, a wild show match uh, between Relentless and Wabbits. Relentless, what did you, I mean, I, I know I, spr- like, I'm going to be honest, I was very unfair to the players uh, because I, I mean, you know, West, West East Coast OCE servers aside, um, <laughs> I, it, I think the idea for my show match was a lot of fun, but I think I should have had mentioned it or I should have thought of the idea a week before so that all the players that played in it would know it it would be ridiculous um, because I think a lot of the players wanted it to be more serious as the games kind of went on, which is fair because uh, I did kind of spring it on them uh, last minute. Uh, so yeah, maybe first, Lantless, what were your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, okay, so I think... The original, like the, the format for the most part of what you came up with, I was all about. I was about the, okay, there's only going to be essentially 
you know, one that is 100% standard game mode, that type of thing. And that's the one that me and Wabs are, you know, we're guaranteed to play in that kind of stuff. We want, you know, at least that can be on the board. And then everything else will be variations within these amount of players. Mm-hmm. I was all about that. And I think generally the team was like pretty cool with it. The only, I only had like one player that was like, hey, I really don't want to play in like a, a strange game mode if I can avoid it. And so, um, and so like that was, you know, I think the format was just fine. I think the randomness of Nick Tacular jumping into a jumping into a team is where I think even both sides were kind of like, eh, not sure about that one. Um, to, to be fair, uh, I'm going to be honest. Nick Tackler kind of took it upon himself because he, he just has to be a center of attention. Um, but I, I think, I think he would always like, you know, when the game was six, nothing like that's when he jumped in. The problem was that it kind of, it's kind of like rubbing salt in the wound a little bit to the players. Yeah. And, and I think that's where, that's where it became. Cause I even talked to uh like uh, there, there was the match between it was, it was me, your boy Hunty and Messi versus Wabs, Ty Lemon Walker and Ty Swoogles maybe. Mm-hmm. Or Palm or something like that. It is, um, it's, no, no, it was actually Ty Snywalker, I believe. No, no, it was Ty Snywalker. Oh, sorry. Uh, Wabs and one other. Okay. okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember if it was Ty Swoogles or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, talking to Ty Snywalker afterwards, he's like, you know, I was like, man, I, I'm really sorry that like, you know, that, you know, me, Hunty and, and Messi and stuff like ran up the score and stuff like that. I would like it, you know, it was just Messi kind of popping off and doing his thing. Yeah. Cause that's what Messi does. Um, and he was like, no, Hey, look, I, he's like, I'm fine getting, you know, beat up by, by you three and stuff like that. He, he didn't enjoy Nictacular and, and stuff hopping in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think it was more the thing of like, like you said, it's rubbing salt in the wound and stuff like that when you're you're already losing, and then all of a sudden, like you guys jumped in, and it was just uh, it was just un- a unique experience. At that I point. think I think yeah, and this this maybe goes to like the forewarning, right? Um, I think if everybody who was signing up was knowing, hey, we're gonna be jumping in like at certain points, and we're gonna be doing all this random stuff, right? Um, I think I think to be fair, it was never my intention to, for people to jump i i think honestly it came from this nick tackler said <laughs> uh and i quote it's like if if uh Wabbits is in the game i'm just gonna hop in and demo him and then get out and i think that's where it started but then he ended up just jumping in randomly um and i kind of went along um yeah i think i think you know the reality was it wasn't going to change the score but i guess it does feel bad from for the losing side of things i does it feel worse than already losing five nothing if someone jumps in i i don't know like i I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, it's it's bad, but it's also like, you know, this is a four fun tournament at that point, and I'm like, you know, it, us being silly for for the last thirty seconds instead of you know, watching a team that that it, that is already given up. I, like that's the question, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. yeah. And obviously, I wasn't, you know, like. um and I'll get to my next point and stuff mm-hmm. in a bit, but I think the overall format, it was, was nice. Um, I don't think you, you know, we kind of adjusted the format on you. Oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up adjusting it on you guys for, for a few reasons. Uh, I like the three, two, one, and then back to three. And then I would have just jumped between threes and twos. I that think, way, I think originally, 
Yeah. Just so I can tell you, I think originally, um, I think when you showed me how many people were signing up, there was like five on each team, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of the seven or eight there was. And so when when I made that one, two at the end there is because I was I was kind of like thinking we were going to be thin on people, right? Um, okay, like people yeah. were getting burnt out and didn't want to play anymore. Um, or, or no, like if I had that three max rule, then I didn't want. Oh, if I did three to two, it, it were like it, I think we would have still fallen into into it. I think it was just I didn't realize how many people would end up signing up with like an hour left. <laughs> uh, but again, I, I like the overall format. I like that you know I liked the variations of of the game modes, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, first game and stuff, you just essentially had big slow moving ball and uh <laughs> and you know we did 3v3 now you completely completely destroyed tim chewbarker in that one and then you guys doubled down on it when i was like hey we're gonna be throwing an aussie in here can you make it west server and then you guys were like no he's gonna play on you know what your mistake was <laughs> your mistake was was putting the aussie out first game one because we're i i was like we're going dude like it, it, we gotta get started <laughs> <laughs> no i i do regret it i i do think, <laughs> i do regret you it you guys no. were like doubling down on it and then all of a sudden you saw his ping was like 350 and you're like oh maybe we made a mistake <laughs> and uh did you guys win the game i, I, I no 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 they they won it was, uh, it was okay yeah. I, the whole I time i think i was joking to nick tackler i was it like it was tim chewbarker on the final save and and he was like I, I was there he's like on my screen like i was there between the ball and the goal so i don't know what to tell you and i was like dude tim jabarker go yell at zero it's his fault yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I, um, it's a forefront tournament but no I, I i actually regretted it once at the end of the game because like um yeah no no i i, I made that decision because i wanted to like the, the show show match to start right mm-hmm. i don't want to be like you know scrambling around at the beginning when when we have the most people kind of tuning in uh but then i then i regret it after because i felt bad uh so you know but, i guess that's you can you can chalk it down to me being a noob at uh at hosting tournaments there you go <laughs> <laughs> but after that it was um you know we you, you went over to hoops and stuff like that uh so i've seen took game one um and then we went over to hoops and we had i think it was v15 in paint i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. or uh playing in that one and they took lies. allies and ty snywalker i think mm-hmm. and um and and that was a good one but we took that one and then we did 1v1s where it was jy's and click and this is so some of this stuff give you some of the background um you know the, the people we picked and stuff, we, we wanted everyone to one, have an opportunity to play uh, in, in as much game modes and stuff as we could. Mm-hmm. And we also wanted to continue like the storylines and that kind of stuff, have like good fun matchups, that kind of thing. Uh, so we did, so then you did one V one. We put JYs and click in. Yo, um, I, I have to say you, you guys have made a brilliant play there. Cause that was, that was so entertaining that I think that was the best match. Well, that was my favorite at least. Of, of all of them, the J1. Well, it it definitely made me think like 1v1 Rumble should be like one of the rotating like random playlists, like limited time playlists and stuff like that. 1v1 Rumble definitely should be. And I think the people that are going to get the most fun out of it are the people that are in that um, like silver to low diamond range. I think those are the ones that are going to end up getting the most fun out of those out of a game mode like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely. It was a blast to watch. That was one of my favorite ones to watch. Uh, then we had the standard one where me, Messi, and Hunty just completely s- just swatted Wab's team and and 
asserted our dominance. And then even talking to Wabs after the fact, you know, and because I think Messi and your boy Hunty followed that one up with another, another two one, yeah. two. And uh I mean Wabs were watching and stuff. And one of the cool things that we did is once the games were getting started, we jumped into our own chat and just kind of like talked about the games as they're going and that kind of stuff. Uh, that was a lot of fun, but he was saying like both those players tend to like they're good if they have that support system behind them of playing defense. They're going to just feed them the ball and feed them passes downfield because they're so good on the offensive end and so mechanical that like you just want a teammate that's going to be able to get them the ball. And so when they were, you know, figuring out themselves in a 2v2, it was a little it took a little bit of time just because like. One, I think they were going for clips. And then two, just because they're both offensive minded, they kind of ran into each other a little bit. Um, mm. And so they're like, that's, you know, even Wabbits was saying, like, that's probably one of the reasons why it was, you know, tough playing against our team. Cause like I was just sitting about sitting back there and letting Hunty and Messi just kind of monkey around a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to boom the ball downfield and, you know, <laughs> and let you guys <laughs> do your thing. And so. Uh, big shout out to my entire team carrying me, you know, winning things on my behalf to give me powers and bragging rights over Wabbits. I, I summoned my champions to to get the victory for me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you obviously, and, and it's something before you guys even decided on stream because I was because Messi was like, uh, I want to play, and because I asked my whole team like, what do you want to play and that kind of stuff. So after the, Messi came in for the fourth game, I was like, okay, who wants to play in the two v two? Who wants to play in the next ones? And then who wants to play in the final twos? And Messi's like, I'll play in the twos and the ones. And I was like, Messi, you get to pick one. You can play in the twos or you can play in the ones match. You cannot play in both. And uh, and then you guys were like, could Messi play in another one? I was like, well, I've already decided he can't play in another one. So uh, no, no, no. To, to be fair, I think both of us had been ready, but we we were doing a Twitch Twitch vote, and they actually did vote for him not to uh not i voted i even voted in that twitch vote to have him not playing another no, 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 but i thought that was my point <laughs> i we i wanted to make it the twitch viewers choice but i i think i think if there was a bias vote, so we were we were very very much skewing the viewers to uh <laughs> to, to unfortunately ban messy from the rest of it um uh, but but on top of that i i think we also because of your suggestion for heat seeker right i think you made there yeah um we also actually overruled what the twitch chat chose because they actually chose a 1v1 <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I'm like, okay, Ronald, we're going with your idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I wanted to make sure everyone got playtime. So I was like, this one's, we're going to go from ones to two. So more people can get in. And then the last game's going to be threes. And, uh, and that, so again, more, getting more people and stuff in, mm-hmm. um, and getting everyone game, game time on stream and everything. Like that. that was one of the big things we focused on, uh, when we would communicate in between the matches and stuff between me and labs, you'd want to make sure, Hey, who are we putting in so that we can get as many people in and get the either the best storylines that we can or the closest matchups and stuff that we can. And so like even that man, that 3v3 drop shot with the big slow ball was so much fun. Honestly. It was, yeah. It was oh, a lot of fun su- watching too, yeah. It was such a fun thing, especially like just from me and Wabs just being like, you know, Team Relentless, Team Wabbits and everything. Just us in our own separate chat watching it and just being hyped about it. It was such a blast to just kind of sit back and watch when you had, you know, the stakes and bragging rights and stuff going along with your team. But um, but overall, the just all that all that mixed together and then watching it because it was one of those things of it's not going to fit through a single panel. And it was just this giant ball that like, you have to pretty much get the entire other side to be empty for you to have a chance to score it. It was it was fun. Mm-hmm. 
No, no, uh, I, I we were laughing the whole time. Like, the, I can see, I can see the bottom, like underneath the, the stadium, <laughs> as you guys are playing, like just giant islands, and they like always hit something. There was like almost nothing left, and then always hit something. Mm-hmm. So, but big thank you to Messi, V15, Flux, your boy Hunty, JY's Paint, Vance, and Tim Chewbarker for carrying Team Relentless to victory, giving me the big boy powers, kinda. Uh, There's only so far very, I was very, willing to go. I'm sorry, Relentless. <laughs> Lazaro was very, very late and limited on what he ended up actually giving me. I was I was gonna make changes, man. I was promising new changes for 2021 oh under the ASAP umbrella. Oh boy! And you, you didn't give it to me. Tim Chewbarker was gonna have his own show. The Tim Chewbarker and Ty Swoogles were gonna have the Tim and Ty T-shirt offer, whatever Tim and Ty tease off show or whatever like that. And they were gonna be shirtless, having a talk show of their own. Like there was gonna be big changes. I think we're gonna change the podcast for the better. Can I just and say, if anyone has an it. idea like that and they're willing to do it and then put it uh, on our thing, I'll do it, dude. I'll make it happen. <laughs> as long as, honestly, if anyone just like starts dropping me audio files once a week and just be like, "Here's a podcast," I'm like, "Sure, I'll I'll find some way to to work with this." <laughs> I do want to get something with the Aussies on. Like we we keep talking about them and stuff. I do want to get like even if it's like a little thirty minute talk show and stuff that you have for Patreons. I want to get something with the Aussies on. Oh, I'd be totally down for that. Yeah, so so we'll, we'll we'll coordinate with. Uh, you know, well, does this make Tim Chewbarker the highest ranking Aussie just flat out now that he's our, the first Aussie reigning champion? He's definitely the most, yeah, the the uh, the most successful. He's the Aussie turbo Rocket Aussie? player. Yeah, he's the, he's turbo. the turbo Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, so that was that was good. Um, and now I have the actual powers to at people and post an announcement and all those kind of things. So, uh, yeah. But that's uh that's my general recap on the tournament. Uh, big shout out to Wabs and and all of his team um, for for participating and just being part of it because it, it was it was a fun show match and stuff like that. And people were really worth signing up without knowing what they're getting into. And I didn't even know what we were getting into other than hey, we're gonna have a best of seven show match between me and Wabbits and we're gonna draft players. That's the only information I give out to Lazero and he took it from there. So, mm-hmm. wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, sorry. I'm, I'm just like, you know, trying, trying to go on. I, I think the tournament worked out great. Thank you everyone who did watch. Um, it was definitely the highest viewership for my channel ever. Uh, <laughs> as I, uh, as I say here, you know, uh, but, uh, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. Nick Tackler did a great job. So thank Thanks to him for joining us. Um, I think, I I love those kind of casts where we're just kind of cracking jokes and 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 being not too serious, right? Um, and I think it was funny because um, Nick Tackler, as we were casting, was 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 getting to points where he's like, for for someone who like talks about being like anti-establishment, he really wanted to get like the good play-by-play going, and that's that's maybe from a <laughs> sense of like his own like oh, there's a certain quality he wants associated with it. But I was like, no, like this is the kind of tournament this is. It's supposed to be a mess. Uh, I think, you know, if you want to see me do do a good cast, then you can look at the OPSE uh, cast well, that I did, right? I but- would say, I would say honestly, like look at probably the favorite, like some of the favorite casting duos and stuff like that as you're watching a Rocket League match. 
um, you know, Johnny Boy is probably one of the voices of Rocket League, and so is Shogun. You're as far as like the established a voice of Rocket League type of thing. Mm-hmm. And when they're casting one together, a lot of their stuff is just a back and forth chat. It's not um, strict play by play color commentary. It's it's a lot of back and forth chat, and I think those make things more interesting. Now, if you can incorporate a mixture of play analysis, like in in real time play analysis and play by play type of stuff within real chat, that's probably the overall best experience you're going to give to an audience while while they're watching that way because i mean there's only so much you can say all right he takes it down he's touching up the sidewall and he's gonna go for an air dribble and exactly like there's only so much that you can say over and over when you have two people there and there's only Mm -hmm. so much color analysis you can give before it starts to feel a bit stale so i think when you can have casual conversation about whatever is going on mixed in with your more moderately professional casting, then I think that's usually the best overall experience. Yeah. And I, I like, I think especially when it comes to, I I was not going into this, like, like with my like, uh, commentary, you know, play by play cap on. Right. Um, I think it also does get tedious, right? Cause it, it's a lot of emotion and it's great, but it's like, that is not what I, uh, what I planned anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I literally just repeated what you said. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pivot here if that's okay. <laughs> you keep going. You're fine. Um, so I'm going to pivot actually right to, uh, you know, I guess a sport that requires you to pivot a lot, you know, on your feet. Oh my God. I was uh, just going to say like, you didn't even do a segue. You're just going to go right into it. And then all of a sudden you're like, boom, there it is. <laughs> uh yeah and the nfl packs um i i think there's a lot of cool ones i'm gonna be honest uh you know uh american football is not necessarily my my most beloved sport hate me um but no i think it's really cool that they have these kind of incorporations with bigger leagues and i think it'd be great to see with a couple other uh things as well um but yeah they're really cool relentless do you have anything more to say to this uh maybe which ones do you like the most or or what have you um i mean i don't really have any like outside the teams and stuff that i tend to root for anyways um you know what i like that they did and a lot of people they may have mixed opinions because they wanted kind of the same esports type of creativity that Mm. they did with the esports decals some people kind of have that general opinion of they wanted their teams to have some sort of creativity. But what I think it was is just a licensing play from Rocket League to the NFL. Like, hey, we want to use these images and stuff. Can we use these images? We'll pay you money is my guess of what how that happened. Mm-hmm. And, and NFL was just like, okay, sure, here, give us money. And so they just created essentially one, one flat design and then put the logo within that design and then just copy and paste it for everybody. And they just changed out the team colors. And I think that was probably, one, the smartest overall play. Um, Is it the most creative? No, but I don't think the NFL actually did anything. I think they were just like, okay, give us money. Make sure it doesn't look stupid. And then Psyonix went from there. And uh, I mean, honestly, if you're a fan, I don't think you want anything too flowery. I think you just want to be able, like, if if you could slap a Sens jersey onto a car, I'd do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and that's pretty much what ended up happening here. And I think that I think that was a good move. I think the execution of it was really good. Uh, I think for the most part, they all look pretty good. Um, you know, it's it's a it's very much like a hey, you just slap the jersey on your Rocket League car on your Octane, and so it's just like cool. Um, then it's, like I said, I think it, I think it turned out really well. 
uh, you buy the whole pack and stuff and you get all the teams. I think that's a good idea too. Mm. Um, and no, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of it Re- really. That's, I think it's nice and simple. It's clean. Um, I think it was a good move because it's going to give the casual player something that they identify more with the game now than they would normally. So I think that's really cool. It might be nice as well if you're like a 13 year old kid and you might not be as interested, but you're like, Hey, the, the, the team you cheer for dad, <laughs> I'm playing with the car that has that Jersey. That yeah. Maybe be, you grew up, maybe you grew it. up in like your whole family are Kansas city chiefs fans or something like that. Cause you've grown up in that household and now you get to boom, I'm going to have that in there. Even if you're not a huge football fan anyways, but like, Hey, my whole family does this, this is how I identify with my family. It's one of the things that we have in common. So I'm going to throw that on there. So it's a, I think overall just, it's a cool, good thing. I think it's just one of those things that's going to help the game grow more and more. It's it's small but effective. Um, speaking, I guess, of being effective, uh, the party up button apparently problem has been fixed. What are you saying here, Rolellis? <laughs> uh, okay, so if you had played in about the last week or so, for whatever reason, their their patch update and stuff, when you would finish a game, it would default your your selection to the party up button on the after game screen. And so I cannot tell you, it it had to have been like 10 to 15 times at least where I finished a game and I hit like a, to go play either the next game or exit to the menu or whatever it is. And it went to party up. And then I immediately feeling the shame and worrying like, no, I do not want to party with these people. (laughs) (laughs) I have to exit out of the game as fast as I can. And then, and then requeue from there. So they fixed that. Now it's back on play again, the way it's supposed to be. It's almost um, BM, you know what I mean? You lose with the team terribly, you're like, yeah, I'll party up with you guys. Well, and it's the low-key, like, what, for two weeks or three weeks, people were complaining about, oh, quick play is not easily accessible. Now they have it in there. Again, it's, it's just play again, and, you, and you're ready to go. So, like, I think, you know, overall, like, at the end of it, it's a, uh, you know, been a positive adjustment, but there was, like, a week in there where it was like, oh, no, I'm not trying to party with these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, no, it's good. It's a good, it's a good fix. I actually kind of speaking of like the technical thing, I ended up installing Rocket League on Epic Games Launcher because I was having a problem with Steam, uh, for whatever reason, Rocket League, which is wasn't launching from Steam. Um, and it's kind of like, I, I'm kind of annoyed because you don't have workshop and, and actually it's kind of something that I've been thinking about where I feel like workshop won't be supported as the game goes forward because they want everything to go, go over to Epic games. Um, that's the theory that I just have now, but, uh, point being, yeah, for whatever reason I can open rocket league from steam. So, um, I don't know if that's just an update fix or a steam problem. Uh, but I'll, I'll, uh, I may end uh, up having to have, be, the, Oh, so I've, I've had stuff like that happen before. Did it, was it opening rocket league and then like closing on you? Like, as soon as it would open uh, or just not or just flat out not launching it would it would literally say preparing rocket league then the steam thing would disappear and then the game would not launch hmm. i know i would have a problem every time like bacchus mod would update and stuff or um rocket league would update and bacchus mods not updated and if mm-hmm. you had bacchus mod on it would prevent rocket league from actually launching properly so i've had that happen before i i think i think more than anything whatever the problem is um I I think I might end up just having both yeah, Rocket League installed twice on my computer. I think that's going to be my solution. So I don't have to worry about it. Um, 
Because I was thinking, like, maybe if I reinstall Steam, but guess what? If you reinstall Steam, you also have to reinstall all your other games. So, fun times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, no smooth transition, um, because I guess when you're a beginner, there is no such thing as a smooth transition. Um, playing below your usual length in Beginner's Corner. That's your topic, what you had to, for today. What did you want to say about this? All right, so Beginner's Corner this time is playing below your usual rank. At this point, you know, most people have done their placements. Even I waited like a week or two to do my placements, and I finally did them. Um, and a lot of people are feeling like, hey, I'm below the rank that I'm either used to playing um, or expected to place in and stuff at the beginning of the season. And I think everyone generally, like, is accepting that, okay, I'm going to place, you know, lower than I finished last season. Like that's just kind of how it works with the soft reset. Um, but some people are feeling like they're stuck now in a lower rank. And that was like me all of last season feeling like I'm stuck in a lower rank than, uh, than I, you know, really mm-hmm. had for that season, like, or the previous season or felt like my abilities were capable of. And so even this season, I play, you know, I finished last season around champ two, I think. And then this season I placed in diamond three. And Mm so, you know, just going through the grind to get back into the champ rank so I can start grinding through champ and that kind of stuff. So I'm playing now in diamond three, you know, three weeks after the reset. And so I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm below the rank and, you know, ranks are starting to be more fleshed out and established and everyone's kind of starting to settle into the ranks they're supposed to be in. And so now I'm playing in a rank where diamond is, pretty inconsistent diamond's not going to be something that uh that i'm used to when i've been in champ two and champ three and um even gc from you know the last one to two seasons Mm. so playing down in diamond and stuff the inconsistency has been a lot different so i think while playing in a rank that's below what you're used to one of the paths that i'm taking that has had a lot of success for me is really playing that support role and just kind of like okay, I'm going to go let my teammates chase. I'm going to let them do whatever they want. But I'm just going to kind of either sit back in a third man type of role or just help keep offensive pressure and stuff going. And I'll sit in the midfield and just keep the ball on the offensive end. Or like, hey, it's starting to transition back on defense. I'm just going to play really passive here and delay them and play defense and that kind of thing. I'm not really trying to be over aggressive with my offensive stuff or anything because I'm not, I'm not messy. I'm not mechanical enough to just like, take over a lobby and just pop mm-hmm. off whenever I want. So, um, you know, I play that support role. I'm just able to read the game and be like, okay, this is what's going to happen. So I'll just sit back here and wait for it to happen and then go from there. And I've had a lot of success. I've, you know, pretty much I've won probably about 80% of the games I've played in the last two, three days. Um, just by doing that mentality alone, uh, let me just play a support role for whatever's going on. And I usually don't end up with a ton of points. I'll usually end up, about 100 to 200 points below whatever my teammates are doing, but points don't matter with for me as long as I'm getting the win. So it works for me. So, so that you, passive style works for you, you'll say? It, I, it works for me for having that success in that rank. So I guess my question would be, what what do you do and stuff? Like if you're, if you feel like you've either been slumping or like, hey, I'm stuck about a, you know, a rank or two below what I'm used to. Like if I'm used to diamond three, I'm stuck in diamond one or two, like, you know, what changes do you actively make in order to have success in a rank where you feel like your your normal play style is above the rank that you're in? I and I, I've went back to this a couple of times, but I honestly think you have to use the fact that you have time to make plays that you uh, that are mechanical but are not as flashy. 
So I, I would be honest, whenever I rank down, like what you should probably go is into training and practice your flicks. Cause you, the one thing that I feel that happens the most is yes, the game is slowed down so I can no longer just fly around the map, but it also means that I have way more time to set up a flick. So if, if I want to, if there's ever a chance to practice your flicks or ever a chance to, um, to be able to, to, to kind of improve on those kind of things like close mechanical skills or low fifties, I feel like that's the time whenever I rank down because, you know, usually in the air, you're going to be there first all the time. Right. And it's, so it's not a, what I try to do more is just, just, just be on the ball more, but not as in like, let me get to the ball first every time. Cause I mean, there's times where you're, you know, about to shoot that you have to do that, but you know, use your space, use your time, use the fact that you're technically better than them in some way. Right. You have some skill that's better than theirs. Maybe you can outthink them. Maybe you can predict how they're going to hit the ball. So you, you, you have a good 50 there. Right. Uh, so use, use those kind of things that players that are better should know against them. Um, I think what ends up happening is yes, those players in lower ranks are unpredictable because they miss a lot more, but they're also really predictable when they hit the ball. Right. Um, so I think you as a player, if you're C one, C two, C three, like you should be recognizing when people hit the ball, what their intention is, uh, and to be able to counteract them. So, um, I think, I think fifties are so big, like, uh, but I think the difference is when you're playing up in a higher rank or you're kind of moving upwards, uh, you're going to have to start doing fifties a lot faster. You don't really have the time to think about them, but I, I find when you go lower, you actually have a lot more time to be able to completely tell what they're going to do, or you're going to have a lot more time to go for dunks. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think playing like maybe not passively, but uh, I think it's a good time when you are in lower ranks to kind of learn how to use your space, right? L- learn how to use the extra time you've been given uh, to practice maybe some of those one skills, right? I find I find maybe I, I sometimes have the most fun if I'm really low ranked. Well, I mean, for, for relatively to what I usually am. And then I'm like deking out two or three people. I think I think that is a lot of fun. So if you kind of look at it that way, uh, you can maybe work, work, work to it. Or maybe you do like two great 50s and you, and you beat the team that way. You don't even have to go around them. You can just uh, 50 your way through. So uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that's kind of my suggestion if you're playing down. I do. I do like literally the opposite. I I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to bang this ball downfield as hard as I can. And then I'm going to chase it faster than they're going to chase it. So like, that's I, I it. think I, I think just as, completely small brain all of it. I think as long as I mean, that's that's another I guess, you, you know, speaking of using the advantages that you have, that's an advantage that you do have against people of the lower rank is that you should be able to hit the ball more powerfully than they expect um, and just more powerfully. So yeah, I guess you can use that. So, so, so as long as you're when you do hit the ball, you're actually hitting it with speed faster than what they expect. Uh, I think you'll you'll do well. Yeah, because I because I mentioned the same thing to like like two like a week or two ago to Wabbit. I was like, oh, you know, like you know, when I'm in those lower ranks and stuff like that, I was like, you know, like even when we were doing our placements and stuff, and I'll you know I'll save some of it for the full week in Rocket League, but. I was like, man, we can probably you know, get into our weekend rock league here, actually. If you yeah, because it's kind of transitioning and stuff. Because um, it, it it all like for for me, it all ends up being, you know, the beginner's mm-hmm. corner topic and my weekend rocket league are are very intertwined and stuff this time around. So that's my transition. It's not as good as as Lazero's cheesy transitions, but my transition being that when we played placements and everything, you know, it starts you off lower. So we're we're playing around the 
diamond to champ one range and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, like everyone plays slower and they're missing a lot more. And the speed of play is just so different than what I'm used to that I'm missing a lot because I'm trying to like use my space or do, you know, more like on the ball stuff. And Wabs is like, nope, that's a lie. Don't do it. You think that's what you're supposed to do, but don't do that. Just, just bang the ball downfield and chase it faster than them and bang it again and just keep doing that. And, and you'll, have more success and stuff. And he was right. Like I, I had a lot more success by just pretty much hitting the ball really hard in, in a way that's super predictable for my teammates and um, might be predictable by the opponents, but I was just hit it maybe harder than they expected and catching them off guard and that kind of stuff. And um, it's, you know, between doing that and playing the supportive role, I've had a lot of success there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall my week in rocket league, we did the placements. You, you mean mm-hmm. wabbits did my, yeah, we placements. should talk about this. Um, we did not do great. I'm going to, I'm going to throw that one out there. I think we were like four and six, maybe it was either that or three and seven. We were pretty rough on the, uh, on the placements. Um, and then after the placements, I played with Wabs in Ty, Ty Swoogles. Yeah. yeah. Ty Swoogles and he's champ three. So we're playing in the champ three lobbies and we won, we won like four out of five games in the champ three lobby. Um, it was Which really was a- interesting because I I think that makes sense. I think you you're naturally just better at playing higher up. I think that's I believe I believe that champ three is easier than champ one. Uh, and champ maybe, three is mm-hmm. easier than diamond three in my in my world. I I I would agree too. Actually, like I but, I think maybe maybe the difference is though like champ one right now is probably where I'm at. Right, like I, mm-hmm. I play the most comfortably when I'm there. And I can carry, right? Like, I think the one thing, hopefully, you know, is I, I mean, I don't want to be a little too braggadocious here, but um, the, I felt like there's a lot of times I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm pulling off like all these cool moves, right? Uh, I think I had like a backwards pinch at one point. Um, <laughs> I was just going crazy. And I, I think it's because even though we were playing C1, I knew you, both of you were on my team. So like I could go for crazier stuff and not worry so much. Um, I think our biggest thing was rotations and it's not even like standard rotations. It's just, I think as you're used to people, you kind of know how they move. And it wasn't that we weren't used to each other. It's that we were all in sync. So we were, (laughs) instead of three big circles, we were kind of like one or two big circles on the field. Um, uh, And I I think that was definitely interesting. I, I think another thing, and I don't think it's a mistake that Wabas was doing this, but Wabas would just wait on the wall. And part of me was like, no, we're in C1, dude. Like, there's no reason to like, we can break out of this. We don't need someone on the wall to pass to. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. no, we, we, someone, we will hit it out if we just do a standard rotation. So I thought that was pretty funny because Wabas was just like, oh, I'm a C3 GC player. Let me, let me wait on the wall for the pass so we can break out. Um, but, but part of me was laughing the whole time we were doing that. Cause I'm like, no, literally one of us sending it is, is just going to hit it out as long as we, we rotate standardly. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it was fine. I, I think, uh, I, I, w- I was happy with how I was playing. I've, I had a lot of fun. I mean, we weren't winning, but I felt like there was a lot of like, I guess, you know, clippable moments that were happening. So, so from that end, I liked it. Um, but perhaps as well, it's like, you know, kind of speaking, speaking to, to, to the ties to things, maybe because I'm doing all those things, right. It makes you guys kind of have to play more passively. So it's, it's, uh, you know, 
it, it can well, it can work both ways. You know, I, th- I think it's I think it comes all like for me, it's the the speed of the overall play and stuff mm. and and everything that I think I have more consistency at that C three speed when everyone when everyone's playing the C three speed, including the opponents and stuff. I think it just makes for me the game more predictable because that's what I'm used to. And so, um, mm. but, but I think that's true for everything, right? If you're, if you're a C3 and you're playing down in diamond three or champ one or whatever, then the game is going to feel either slow or off pace or just different. And you're going to feel inconsistency and stuff around, but it's the same. It's the same truth. If you're in diamond three and you play down in plat three, you're diamond one, you're going to feel like, oh man, I, like diamond three is so much easier. It's so much more predictable. I can handle it and stuff. So I think it's just one of those things. Or, when you're used to that speed, mm. it makes it a little bit easier. And then when you have to play down, but you're still, you're not so high ranked usually that like you can take over the lobby that mm. you have to rely on your teammates and you have to rely on the opponents making, you know, their own plays and that kind of stuff. So, um, I think that's where I think for us and I've, you know, me and Wabbit's both kind of think that C3 is easier than C1 as far as play, just because the consistency, the speed is more predictable, the way the play is more predictable if you can play at that speed and that and that rate c3 is easier but if you have never played at that rate then you're going to feel very out of place yeah and i think i think kind of speaking the reverse right um i was uh playing with pawn and nick tackler right and pawn uh you know has has been playing a little less shall we say right um and i think the one thing that we realized right away is like the spacing like the the how much time people had and diamond one was like completely different. So when we were trying to push the pace, it would actually work against us because like everybody else in the lobby was just like sitting around and like, didn't know where to be. (laughs) Uh, And so we didn't make for smooth transition. So, you know, our, our response was making like even slower. I, you almost have to go full out. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're playing down, I, I think part of me was like, okay, I can't get someone who hasn't played that quickly or is used to the lobbies that I'm used to to play that quickly. So like maybe we all just like super slow down and then it makes for really dumb like one nothing games, you know, <laughs> like so. Yeah. So it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of annoying in that sense. Um, but but uh, I think the point is like I think you'll see a lot of times when you go up, you feel out of place. And it's because, you know, speaking of predictability, if you're if you're used to a slower pace of play, then you're kind of waiting for a ball in one area and it's like, no, you're way up position for, for a ball that's moving faster when you, when you move up. Right. So, yeah. So like I'll play with some people like, and, and I mean, this is a long time ago, shout out and stuff. When I would um, get coached by combo, we would play twos and he would play on either, you know, one of either his main or one of his alts, but they were still higher ranking twos than I typically play. And you're still GC twos. So I was like a, f- 13 or 1400 twos player and it was a 1600 twos mm. account that he's playing on so we're playing against 1600s and everything and i would find myself out of position waiting for something to happen and something completely different would happen and it's only because like i've never seen somebody do what they can do before so that's why i kept myself out of position so when you're playing up 200 mmr versus down 200 mmr the hard part for you is you're you just don't know what the players in there are going to do um, not from a not from an inconsistency but a i'm not sure what they're either capable of or what to expect because i haven't i physically have not seen it before so um that's kind of what i'm used to there but continuing on with with my week uh using a new car but i'm using the same hitbox so still the octane hitbox that i'm trying out for this season 
Uh, but I'm going from the Takumi to the Fennec. And the only reason I'm doing it is because the visual of the hitbox for the Fennec is so much more accurate than mm. the Takumi. And like, I know it, you know, you don't, you may or may not think that it like is that big of a difference, but go into the dribble challenge or go, go dribble a ball on top of a Fennec and then dribble it on top of the Takumi. There is a significant amount of space between the Takumi and the ball mm-hmm. when you're dribbling it but on the Fennec. It looks like it's right there. So I think it's just a, um, better visual representation and so it makes it a little bit more consistent easier well, when you're flicking so or dribbling or those small little cuts right like it's good to know mm-hmm. exactly where the ball's placed so you know where you can flick or, or i still i'm still going to refuse to use the octane except for some one-off modes when i just want to match my teammates but outside of that um i'm not going to use the octane all season except for those specific scenarios i, I refuse maybe i should play some more fennec that might be fun um i i yeah i i like i've been switching to the uh the maverick a little bit um and it's mostly because i i think one of the streams i'll do is is going to be a just rank grind with the maverick um but i think it's detrimental to do so within a session (laughs) i think it's (laughs) i think it's okay if it's like a new day and just only play that one car but i think when you're switching a lot within a session you're actually uh, making things worse sometimes because then you're like you're like you're trying to do it to like switch things up but then you like switch to it and then you don't do worse and then you switch back and you, it also doesn't work out so uh yeah i think i think it's it's totally fine to like switch cars but i don't think you should switch multiple times unless you're switching every single time in which case you've already like given up on consistency and you're just having fun so <laughs> do that if you're gonna have fun <laughs> uh yeah um Did i guess you have a week in rocket league we can rock league. Well, I, I think you know the placements with you, the the, the tournament, the uh, Nectacular games. The I this is honestly like you know how I was saying like I was riding high, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think since the placements I played with you, and then especially today, I've definitely fallen back. Um, like I feel like I'm back in a little bit of a slump. But I think it's also because uh, the there was um, I like like my my schedule shifted from last week. So I think the fact that there was a change in in like my regular kind of routine means that when I you know I wasn't it's it's weird, but I I think there is some effect. Like I think when when you go into a slump, it kind of stays for you a little bit, right? Um, but as well, it's like the fact that my regular weekly routine has kind of changed and that routine was working for me when I came to playing for whatever reason. Um, now it's kind of throwing me off. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say to that, but, um, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm in a little more of a slump, but, uh, I think, I think the, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely weird. Just a, just a weird feeling, but it's, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Um, yeah. That's that's it. That's my week. It's a weird one. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a weird one. Uh I guess speaking of uh, weeks in Rocket League, let's look at esports, dude. Let's let's look at our, our esports. <laughs> that was that was, that was a weak one. That was not a that was not a great segue. Uh, you could say it was a weak week. Um, oh god. Oh geez. no. Oh no. Listen, listen, my transitions just like my Rocket League play have gone really bad right now. Uh <laughs> so uh yeah, that, you, you want did you, if you want an analogy to uh to, to what to what getting into a slump feels like okay 
it was those two things there okay it was it was a bad transition followed by an even worse pun um and then you keep going to like make it better but it actually makes it worse there you go <laughs> there's my analogy um okay i'm gonna be honest here i i caught very little i mean i was organizing the tournament on saturday and uh uh honestly age of empires was having a pretty cool tournament going on uh, which I was focusing on a little more, but but to be fair, for whatever reason, like it didn't grab me as much as the original, um, and I think maybe it's because it's not like in person, right? Uh, so yeah, maybe we can speak to that a little bit, and then we can go over the results of the BTS tournament. Yeah, yeah, we can uh, we can we can do all that as far as beyond the summit and all that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna let you lead the way. Okay, okay. I, no, I well, I want to know if you felt like the tournament kind of missed a little bit of the magic that it had from the first one before well, we go into results. I mean, I mean, naturally it's going to, right? Cause the first one, part of the magic was they were all in the same place. Mm-hmm. Like physically everyone was there. It was a relaxed environment. They had the big old like relaxed couch and people would come out and chat about whatever and that kind of thing. Um, so naturally like the original magic around the event is going to not be there because you don't get to have the same kind of interaction, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, you end up missing out on the magic because there's been so much, um, you know, broadcasted Rocket League within the pro scene that it kind of got lost in the shuffle. I think a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think it's gonna actually like not have some of the magic, and like that's okay. Uh, you know, it's it's nice that the pros do have a week where they can just be casual, and then you know, get some time away and stuff from rocket league. So it's a good transition for a lot of them to just like, okay, I get to play in something that does not matter in any way and relax and that kind of stuff. So hopefully they had more fun than the, and and don't have to be under nearly the level of scrutiny that we usually are going to put them in, but we're still going to do it. We're still going to put them under scrutiny because, I mean, we'll start off with, with North America. And I was telling you, prior to the show that like i was surprised that you didn't see a team like g2 or some of those teams and stuff in there mm-hmm. uh no g2 no envy um a lot of the i mean the only let's see ssg was there and rogue was there and those are probably the two like highest marker teams that were on the na side and that was about it then everything else is kind of a tier below that Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's good for teams that are, have maybe a little less recognition to kind of get a little more personable. Like I think, I think Pittsburgh Knights performed quite well, so it's it's nice for for PK the new PK to to kind of have this platform um, mm. in North America. But I, I, uh, yeah, I, and I mean, this this is something I also have been talking about for a while. I think I need like a week break. Like <laughs> I, as much as I like love Rocket League, like I think I need weeks a week or two off from time to time. Um, and then, you know, unfortunately, BTS kind of suffered from uh, the, the behind the summit tournament kind of suffered a little bit for, for me, at least when it came to that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I guess, yeah, let's let's kind of go over how this went. Um, maybe the big, big standouts for North America is, is Space Station on top, I guess. Uh, Rogue still kind of Rogue, I guess Rogue, Rogue showing us the consistency they've been showing in the regular tournament. So uh, that's kind of cool from that that perspective. Um close games here it seems like uh united had a lot of close games so they seem pretty exciting uh in this tournament i, I can probably go back and watch some of those um but then again you know only so many so much time in my life i'm sure there'll be another rocket league tournament that i have to cover next week so uh <laughs> um do, do you have any standout games from this north american side of the bracket 
Um, not really. Like I said, I think I think what we've already said of it didn't really have. Like I, I unfortunately didn't watch any of it because it just kind of got lost in the shuffle of everything else that has been going on, and then and then working kind of stuff. Uh, looking at the results alone, mm. uh, I'll probably go back and rewatch the finals of SSG mm. Rogue that went to a game seven, that and good, yeah. pretty much all those games were pretty close within one or two goals. So I'll go back and watch like the finals and stuff there for NA. Um, I may watch the EU versus Rogue game as well because that was a seven game series, and so just kind of having some of that hype and stuff after the fact, I'll probably go back and rewatch some of those. But I mean, it's good for rogue to come out and have performances like that, even in a casual setting, just because I think you want to see NA and stuff have as much battle at the top of the list as you can. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm hoping EU kind of does the same thing, but you know, getting more teams than SSG NV and NRG at the top is is just going to be good for NA when when there's multiple teams that can take it you can build out fandoms of multiple teams within that it makes it a lot easier 100% 100% and actually kind of speaking of EU this is wild sorry the 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 bracket is wild here uh RV had uh two amazingly close (laughs) for like like best of sevens against Dignitas and Giants and got beat in both of them which is mm-hmm. just insanity. Uh, Dignitas back on top. Maybe that's that's pretty cool. That, I think that's... I might end up watching the EU, uh, you know, semis and finals here because because uh, I haven't seen Dignitas at this level for a while, so it's, it's kind of nice that in this tournament... I mean, you know, a little less serious tournament, but it's nice that they're kind of on top here. But the difference was, you know, this tournament, even as casual as it is, had top like all the top teams and stuff like that that you're used to seeing from EU. Mm-hmm. BDS was there and top blokes, both getting knocked out of the group stage, which was super surprising, even for a casual tournament and stuff. Um, I mean, we're saying casual, the, the first place was still like almost $9,000 US. So yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's not bad by any stretch. It's just one of those things of because it's not normal RLCS. So I, I just kind of attribute to a more casual mm-hmm. setup for that. But both BDS and top blokes going 0-2 in the group stage and getting knocked out. Um, Dignitas winning tiebreaker and going to 2-1, and one, so they stay on the upper bracket. And same thing with RV. Um, RV beats Galaxy Racer, and Galaxy Racer gets knocked out quick. Dignitas uh, beats out Endpoint, moves forward, then beats RV in the winner's finals, and then beats Giant. So Dignitas this is the best result that they've had in since losing astral pretty much on anything um so it's good for them isn't it crazy though like no astral no yukio dignitas it's jurors and apparently jack right Mm -hmm. like it's it's this is a squad that has i think i think a lot of people have been praising apparently jack for for like his skill so um i think this will lead to you know people i'm I'm pretty sure he's still the top ones player or Mm, something like that he's like I mean, at very least, top five ones player in the world. But I'm pretty sure last I looked, he was the top ones player. Um, and like I said, it's good for them to get the results because it's been a long time since they've had results. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised we didn't see a team like Oxygen play in this, given that it was a more generally casual. I don't know if there was um, if they just weren't invited. If all the other teams that were invited like cut off the limit of them, but. Um, you know, I'd like to see it had seen them in this in a little bit more casual. So there's less pressure on them and see if they could perform in that kind of thing. But, uh, so all the teams were invited from what I'm saying. 
Yeah, it looks like they were invited. I just oh, wasn't sure yeah. if it was, it was if like up to they the... were invited and said no, and then one of the other teams got invited instead. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so I guess it was completely up to the uh, the tournament organizers to decide. That's another mm-hmm. big thing that we can probably talk about here at the very end uh, is that the the you know it's kind of weird. I mean, I guess it's your tournament, but it's kind of weird to have like such big prize pools for tournaments that are invite only, right? Yeah. Um, but it, as much as I like, I love that argument. It's also like, but it's their tournament, so they can invite whoever they want, right? Like, hmm. <laughs> if they're putting up the money, you can't be like, oh, like, why are you giving us a chance? It's like, well, we chose the teams that we thought would give us the most viewership, right? Um, yeah, that could be the case. So, what can you do if if that's, yeah, literally, you can you can justify it because it's like, well, we're putting up the money, like. <laughs> what do you want from us you know <laughs> um and you know you're saying like g2 like i imagine g i think g2 just took a break for the for it could be like um yeah. but again if it, it it's the same kind of question i have with oxygen and you know same thing that you kind of just said if they're going to look for the what's going to give them the most viewership g2 would be invited mm-hmm. g2 would be invited over an e united or a Sonics or a KCP or something like that. Um, but maybe they were right. They we were don't invited know and they mm-hmm. declined because they're like, Hey, we just kind of want to take a break. Then I understand that too. Yeah, I totally get it. I think there's probably a lot of teams right now that wants to take a week or two break, uh, from esports. Um, kind of like we did this week, um, <laughs> a little bit when it came to watching at least. Um, yeah, no, I think it's been a lot. I think it's been good that we've had a lot of really esports, but but there are it's you know the breaks are nice too. And I mean, I guess this tournament like with Mafia and the, the other kind of silliness that they do, it's also a lot of fun um, in that respect. So so I I look forward to the Rocket League Summit, you know, three or four maybe where where we can kind of get back that kind of very homey um, atmosphere that i really liked from the original uh like i had compared originally it's kind of like home story cup and starcraft um very like kind of jokes you know everyone goes to the bar after although i guess in rock league you wouldn't do that but uh because everyone's so young um but the, the kind of like very relaxed casual atmosphere they get shots of milk exactly that's how, gonna, exactly that's how they're gonna finish it up exactly um yeah so i guess the big big story coming out of this like results wise is stick to toss uh you know Maybe a good sign for a new year for them. Um, that's how I'll wrap up the uh, the BTS um, behind the summit, Rocket League Summit number two. Sorry, that that's the name of the term, Rocket League Summit number two. It's it's organized by uh, Beyond the Summit BTS. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, I think we were planning on this week having uh, having the um, esports twenty twenty recap, but you know, as sometimes sometimes there's just you know, relentless and I are one on one. And we go on rants and rambles, and and here we are, you know. Uh, so I think we'll save that for next week, which will work. Um, so next week will be a fun show. It's a show that I really enjoy. So uh, you know, whether Wabbit's in or not, I don't I don't know if he's uh, escaped the wilderness or what have you. Um, but if he's in, if Relentless is in, the plan is, I mean, regardless of who it is, maybe it'll just be me, myself, and I. Um, <laughs> who's the better three man crew? Um, the the. <laughs> the uh the plan will be to to go over kind of our best yep. ofs 
uh, some best players teams, most surprising teams, uh, what we think of all the esports changes throughout the year, uh, and maybe mo- most dis- disappointing teams and players. That'll be kind of what we'll be going over. And as well, we'll be talking about kind of recapping our full year. So uh, what we did in 2019 is in 2019, we did a um, a nice recap of, of uh, I think it was just Wabbits and I, but we just kind of recapped how our, how our Rock League journey started throughout the year and ended. So we'll be doing that. We'll be doing, we'll be looking at the esports side of things. We'll be looking at our own kind of journeys with the game. If, uh, if Wabs isn't here, I'll give his opinion for him. He thinks that um, Justin's the most overrated player in Rocket League. He uh, he thinks Squishy's bad at the game. He thinks Turbo is also bad at the game. Like Wabs has really strange opinions. I'm gonna be honest. I think like all of those he agrees with. So. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so 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 there you have it so uh thank you all once again for uh listening in um this week uh like i said uh at the beginning of the show there's a there's a streaming schedule in the discord so be sure to check it out um because relentless myself and jy's are streaming this week and next week uh, so we'll, we'll be there to accompany you you know if you're if you're uh if you're missing us you know from the from podcast you want more of us there you go um Speaking, I guess, of, of maybe ways you can support the show, uh, the best way you can is, is listening. So anyone who is listening, uh, please continue to listen. Please tell other people. Be like, hey, this is awesome. Uh, that always helps us out. Um, but there are a couple people who, you know, uh, like to support us monetarily, um, which helps us kind of, you know, develop things like the uh, mini animated series that we're kind of having on our YouTube um, and other such stuff. So uh, we thank those patrons who are helping us out. Um, if you want to join the Patreon, it gives you the show ad free, uh, as well as the Robin Kyle show. So th- all 17 episodes, plus the new ones that will be coming out within next week. Um, yeah. And extra special shout outs to those in the roll call tier uh, who get shouted out every week on the show. JY's Kevin, Mithe, paint, Raz, psych, Mopko, Tim, Chew Barker, and Vance. Thank you all. So, um yeah there you have it there you have relentless you have any uh final concluding thoughts you want to give um as as the winner you know usually i just like do my ramble and the show but as the winner of the asap weekly tournament uh show match against wabbits you get to say some things here what do you want to say relentless zero you're next wow i didn't know uh goldberg was in my uh <laughs> Do you know the reference? No. Okay. That's yes, okay. I know that reference. You got it. Okay. Go. Cool. Uh, yeah, you're next. There you have it. There you have it. Maybe that's the next tournament. I don't know. Relentless has the has the power over whatever the next tournament is going to be. So uh, maybe he's organizing something like that. Uh, maybe there's other fun craziness one to, he's organizing. Want to take you and Wabbits out for good? It's going to be the Relentless Weekly Rocket League show. Oh my goodness. <laughs> At that point, though, would you rebrand it? Because then, it, then I feel like, what was the point of taking over the podcast? You could have just started your own. <laughs> I gained the, the you, already. You, oh, that's true. Community. That's true. I, I ban you guys from the community. Got it. I take over completely. <laughs> there it is. It's it's the full transition of power, shall we say? And then, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then then Tim Chew Barker and Smith become the mods for the entire community. So it's fine. I I think that would be good. I think that would be a. That's that's the uh, and then uh, Wabbits and I just do the Robin Kyle show once a year, <laughs> not even once a month. It would just become a once a year thing. You know what I mean? We'd be Dave like, we're, be my co-host. we're done with, po- with podcasting. We just do one show a year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all so much. Uh, I feel like our community has grown in the last little bit. There's been more listeners and all of you are awesome. Um, so keep being awesome. Um, stay positive. If you can 
um, don't be afraid to lean on someone else uh, if if you can't. And uh, have a good one, everyone. Have a great week. We'll see y'all uh, in the next week's recap show. Um, I guess Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all of all of the best of wishes in this time. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you. See you.